Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where our shadow kink is having another man inside us. Issue 261, <laughs> I'm Kaylin. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Brent Wingate. Uh, this week... Uh, we're a few days late with our regular episode because Kaylin is a circuit queen who got yes, a mama from all of his vibes, and Adam's dog is going through some things. He just submitted his doctoral thesis, and it was rejected. I'm sorry, he got kennel cough. Uh, we're on season two, episode three of X-Men, the animated series, and the Shadow King makes his first appearance as a striped cloud. <laughs> there's, there's also a light sprinkling of news, including potential MCU roles for Tom Holland and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Maybe she could be Spider-Man. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, and then there's only one comic this week, and it's a period piece, so deal with it. Uh, plus, plugs. But first, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, you know, we've got a Black Panther Wakanda Forever review that is coming out this Wednesday, so be sure to check that out. Um, and we also have a Creator Crush interview with Josh Trujillo, which is available now. You should listen. You should message Josh Trujillo about how much you... Love him and love us so that we can interview him again in the future. Um, all right. Now, there's been some sad news recently. Um, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman for uh, a generation of people, passed away. Um, Kalen, I know he had a particular uh, influence on you in part because of... How deep my voice is? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and how gay... <laughs> You are. Yeah. And the fact that I Ooh, love yeah. dressing up as a bat. Yeah. Um, Call me fruit bat. What What was your initial reaction on hearing the news? Uh, very sad. Um, he uh, passed away at the age of 66, which seems really young to me uh, because my parents are in their 70s now. And so anybody who's younger than my parents, when they pass away, I'm like, oh, that seems young. Yeah. Um, so that's on a personal level, too. Uh, as you said, you know, the man characterized Batman more so than any of the live action. Um, actors including Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, good Christian Bale. Um, you know, and so his voice is Batman to me. It just is. Uh, and um, very recently, we during Pride Month, we reviewed the DC Pride special where he got to write a story along with artist Jay Bone about his, uh, you know, autobiographical, like coming to grips with him being gay, dealing with being in the closet uh, while being an actor. And what that meant, and then like how the role of Batman freed him, um, freed him from the closet, and so uh, it's um, it's really sad. Uh, but he made a lasting impact um, on a character I love very much, and as an actor, I didn't realize he did so many fucking things under that voice. Like, yeah, I was yeah. going through his IMDb. He was Batman so, a lot. It was so crazy, many of the video honestly. games are highly elevated because his voice and character is brought to that. Totally. Um, there's a lot of, you know, I, I'm sure Adam played many of the games, but yeah. there's a lot of people who, who, you know, felt like those kind of series were falling a little bit by the wayside until they brought in really good voice actors. And having someone like him, of course, is like institutional. Yeah. I think there's something very sad about the legacy that he leaves behind, which is that it, I, I mean, I'm glad that he was able to come out late, but I can't imagine how much more impactful a character like that would have been for me as a young gay to know that the person who's voicing Batman 
was openly gay. I don't know how I yeah. would have gotten that information because I grew up without the internet. Yeah. But um You're how old I always forget. I'm sixty uh, seven. No, it's a it's a sensible twenty five to thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um yeah, no, I it it's very sad, honestly. I don't know is there a as prominent person that has done the voice that is out there for like For Batman? Yeah. Or? Not as much as him. I mean, other actors have definitely played Batman, like especially in the DC animated universe now with the the, the films that came out sort of like post Flashpoint because mm-hmm. that wasn't Kevin Conroy. Um, and they sound fine. It's just not it's, right. It's just not right. Yeah. It's just not right. It's so iconic, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, it's sad. Uh, so uh, he will be missed. R.I.P. Let's move on to MCU Next TV, which is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest, or sometimes just what's available, of the MCU Disney Plus shows. And, uh, you know, sometimes we digest entire series as extra issues. You know, we know you guys can't wait to talk about a show that's been off the air for three decades. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's X-Men, the animated series, season two, episode three, whatever it takes. So Wolverine goes in search of Morph. in some jungle <laughs> and then rogue and storm visit storm's village and son <laughs> dun, dun, dun. it's not actually her son it's just yeah someone she helped raise the he's the, being possessed by the shadow king um who in his astral form looks like a weird <laughs> angular knight i guess it's very 90s it's you know how like uh, everything in the 90s was like extreme like gushers and stuff like that yeah. that's exactly what this fucking he is the gushers of x-men villains he's you're a right gusher. he's a he's a fucking living he's the gusher. ecto slimer sli- wait ecto cooler ecto cooler of villains he looks like what uh what they put on a map when there's a hurricane coming <laughs> i just think it's very hard <laughs> very florida specific <laughs> yeah, well, reference maybe uh, and were you scared by his gator teeth as well? <laughs> what the fuck is it? A little turned on. Okay, so I think... What does he need a mouth for? <laughs> He's a cloud. <laughs> so so there's so many iconic episodes. This is one That's episode not. I do not fucking remember a <laughs> single thing. Me neither. He Wolverine chasing down Morph, stupid. Who cares? Um, I love when he was walking through the jungle and then just yeah. falls into a fucking... <laughs> Like a mine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a jungle mine. I think the most, the best part of the episode was the coda at the end where you find out where Professor X and Magneto were uh, transported to in the, from the previous episode. Yes. They're in the Savage Land. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Professor X can walk, uh, but they neither one of them has their powers. And mm-hmm. you, we're going to see Sauron, who is an underrated villain, in my opinion, uh, in the subsequent episodes. Totally. Lo- yeah. I did like seeing Magneto get his shoulders absolutely gashed by a pterodactyl claw. Oh, my yeah. God. He yanked him into the wait, air. Wait, didn't, didn't it, like, like, he throw something at it? And it's a boomerang. Yeah. yeah. He throws a bo- I was like, wait a minute. A bone? What, what the fuck? Boom- was it was a boomerang. A bone meringue. A bone meringue. Yeah. Yeah. Found, he found a stick that was in the perfect shape of a boomerang. Yeah. He could have just thrown a rock. That but but he also, like, he didn't think it through. He's like, you drop him. It's like, oh, wait, he could actually die from that height. Yeah. Because he doesn't have his powers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. God, Professor X is kind of an idiot. Yeah. They they also lost the powers to swim as well, which was tough to see. Like, I mean, it's hard can't... to swim with that those shoulder pads, that helmet, and that cape. Yeah. Are you guys tired of the trope? Exhausted. Someone has some villain that's pursuing them or whatever, 
And the solution is to go into the atmosphere until someone gets too cold or passes out. I feel like I see that all the fucking time. But, yeah, this was the era that it became so prevalent, too. It's like people just learned what the atmosphere was. And then they're like, we got to use this, baby. Logistically, Storm flew up into the atmosphere. I don't think she could have gotten that far, honestly. No. Tearing up. How dare she you? tore it up. How dare you? She's a, she's a goddess. Well, so the other weird thing about Storm in this episode that I didn't realize before is that she, I mean, did she always have to, or did she always used to have to say what the power was before think it she helps. could summon it? Like, think it she's helps. summoning it's things. For, it's like, for us, the hey, kids in the 90s. It's, you know what it is? It's like a vision board. You got to you gotta put out what you want in the world. She's hey. like, oh, let me get the cold up the, whatever. Get, yeah. It's Pinterest before Pinterest. Bugatti. Yeah. Bugatti. <laughs> You want a Maserati? <laughs> you got to work, bitch. Um, I like the team up with Storm and Rogue. Uh, yeah. It's fun to see them together. I Power- loved powerhouses. Uh, her just throwing Rogue like a little napkin. She literally picked her up and just threw her into the distance once again. Yeah. Um, should this episode have been called Mijnari? Because they said Mijnari. Mijnari. <laughs> No less than 4,000 times. This I is counted. a very 90s attempt at multiculturalism, which from contextually I appreciate. Yeah. But it seems a little cringe uh, in 30 years later, as many things do 30 years later. But like, think about it. this show in like a, for a Saturday morning cartoon in the early 90s. Like we've given uh, exposure to uh, uh, Alaskan native, oh, yeah. Alaskan native culture to uh, now African culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something else from one of the episodes we've already reviewed. Yeah. But like you didn't No, they were that. probably racist to someone else. I'm sure they were. <laughs> um, you know, but like, you know, white man's burden kind of racism, yeah. right? Um, but uh, I mean, the fact like this is again, like you didn't see this a lot in Saturday morning cartoons. And so yeah, I will give them fair. credit for trying to expose Children to different uh, different cultures and different continents. They, they walked so Mishnari could run. <laughs> Mishnari. Mishnari. Does, <clears throat> does Storm know what a sun is? Because she seems very confused by it. She knows a sun, a moon, and the clouds. Is, uh, That's my sun. And you're like, no, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's you like, just gave CPR and then you're calling someone your son what? after? Yeah, isn't that giving birth? Yeah, they're equivalent. Yeah, you know, you might as well help raise the that, kid. That, you saved his life once, so it's so wild. Yeah, um, there's a there's a scene when Wolverine first gets to generic area, um, where <laughs> I, I thought it was pronounced Genosha. There, there's a man and a monkey, which I'm fucking obsessed with. These, oh, the this, man. That, yes, that guy. That's iconic. That's like very that, memeable. There's sorry. like the boat captain, and the monkey's name is Montgomery, <laughs> and he's like Montgomery, get over here. That's I love a very that, fancy yeah. name for a monkey. Um, yeah, that's the new Jungle Cruise ride. <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery's Montgomery. wild ride. <laughs> Come on, we, we got to go down to the Amazon or wherever we are. Um, so uh, Rogue and Storm team up. They solve everything. Um. Mishnari is safe, and they go, you are safe. And then one second later, she immediately leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm an absentee mother. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're just waving, and they're like, not how to treat your, quote, son, Storm. Well, the, I, I will also give credit for them trying to make the astral plane seem foreign and weird by just adding random geometric shapes and blobs yeah. uh, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like the latest video game that Adam's playing. Yeah. 
triangle pyramid something. Yeah, he's like, it's really great. It's like a strategy upside down thriller. You have to put the square monkey. and the, the square block into the square hole and the triangle block in the triangle. It's hole. like the adventures of Montgomery and yeah. what he's going <laughs> to do. And you're like, okay. okay Montgomery's God. adventure. It's a really great game, guys. Yeah. Um, uh, So are we... I think we should be done with the morph storyline. Let him go away for a little bit. We Until don't, X-Men 97. Let him get an under eye cream and just like rest. Yeah, oh my God, bitch. Put some cucumbers over those things. They are really sticking to the impossible narrative Meat. that that Wolverine likes morph. <laughs> His humor is too good. He's so funny. He's the only one that can make me laugh. You like uh, him? He likes impersonations. I don't. I it's do. him and Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the blue collar comedy tour. Damn it. Yeah. Morph. Um. And maybe this is some of the humor that he loves. Morph says, "You want to take me back? Why? So we can go bowling, shoot some hoops, <laughs> or maybe it's love you're missing." And immediately turns into Gene. What oh the yeah. Fuck? Oh, and then and then Wolverine and then has a meltdown. Uh, yeah, he's Wol- like, oh, oh, oh. Bitch, you know he transforms into people. You know he does this. He's like, I've never seen Gene this close before. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck what is are you wrong talking with about? They're definitely uh, using Morph to fill in the Nightcrawler role, like from the comics, because. Logan and Kurt had that friendship early on yeah. when they joined the team. Oh, yeah. That's a good point, actually. So, And he's not it's, in the it's show. It's a shame that Nightcrawler's not in this, actually. Oh, absolutely. Kurt's the best. Yeah. Over Beast. Fuck Beast. Fuck you, Beast. Just do it, bitch. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have Clark, the news. Wow, Clark's giving me the That was the best intro Clark's ever done for <laughs> yeah. the news. It's it's the least chaotic for sure. All right, let's do some news. Le- oh yeah, yeah. I would love I would love, you, you, I would I would like love you, you to take away the news. Wow, wow. just like just like <laughs> Clockwork, y'all. You're taking the news. Okay, well, um, just like Clockwork. First and foremost, uh, there, there's rumors circulating. It's not confirmed, confirmed that Tom Holland has signed a multi-movie deal with Sony and uh, Marvel. Slash Disney. It's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. This isn't shocking news. I think the reports are saying it's at least three more movies that are solo movies. Yeah. And then... 18 more movies that are <laughs> And crossovers. he appears in every other MCU movie as well. <laughs> so what would you like to see? Hmm. In the Another... So- tril- uh, like our next saga? Yeah, a trilogy. Yeah. Just like the phrase at home or whatever not be brought up again? Yeah. <laughs> um, so- Spider-Man still here, <laughs> back in the action. Um, I, home run. Yeah. I th- this is stupid, and especially if it's the partnership with Sony. But I would like to see Venom come into it and them do it well. I... Spider-Man homosexual. <laughs> Spider-Man not well, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think, I love that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think Venom stuff could be more interesting if they finally let the MCU do it rather than Sony. Yeah, and assembling. You know, some version of the Sinister Six. I think it would be fun. Yes. Yeah, they tried it for a little bit with... Give us back Mysterio. Yeah, that's mm. fair. Because um, they didn't kill Mysterio, right? No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. Well, I'd, like to see, know, yeah. I'd like to see Craven brought in. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. Well, they are doing, they they're doing a Craven right? sony movie, though. Yeah, I, th- that's why I refuse to believe that. <laughs> they they can't true. let him. Right? I know. What? Yeah, they can't let him. Uh, should they do the Clone Saga? Would that be great, Caleb? <laughs> if they could, okay. That one's terrible. If they it's, did a good one, if they did a good that version, Spider- that would be good. Spider-Man Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how, well. That's how they bring in uh, Andrew Garfield back. Yeah. Um, hmm. what's the Clone Saga? It's terrible. Uh, it's it's a oh. ni- it's it is pinnacle of nineties 
nonsense that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Yeah, it's the it just got so convoluted that you were confused by if he was a clone. Like it was so much. So too many clones. Too many clones. Uh, there was maximum clonage, which is actually the name of one of the storylines. The Clone Saga was uh, at one point uh, uh, Spider-Man was cloned, like in the 1970s. In the 1990s, they decided to say the clone was the real Peter Parker. Gotcha. Uh, and Peter Parker was the clone, and so the, I'm totally following this. The clone, the clone's <laughs> name was Ben. So was ben, ben Riley. Oh, this is that business. Yeah, that business. Gotcha. And then they actually made him Spider-Man in all the main books for a minute, and then Marvel went bankrupt. And Bob Harris, the editor in chief, says, uh, "We fucked up. We got to get Peter Parker back, and that's what they did." Um, we got to get Tom we, Holland back. <laughs> would we want to do uh, Gwen Stacy? Do we want to introduce her? I want to. I want a black cat. Oh, that's I would great. love a Felicia Hardy. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, this is exciting news. There's more important casting news, though. Yes. Okay. So. The rumors are swirling right now. She'll be playing Madeline Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan has made a stupid statement saying, I would like to be in the MCU. She's just a um, little bit bossy with that statement. Oh, God. <laughs> just a little bossy. <laughs> um, okay. If we we if we pretended that this nonsense was real, Sue Storm, <laughs> God damn it. Galactus, let's go crazy. Who should <laughs> she would be? I hate you guys. Um, is there anyone that she would be good? I do like the idea of Jean Mojo. Grey and Madeline Pryor <laughs> as the parent trap, like Lindsay Lohan, all grown up. Um, I just, I mean, this is the same thing we've talked about many times where an actor's like, yeah, sure, I'd love to be in the MCU. And it's like, yeah, of course you would. It pays a fuck ton of money. Yeah. When I posted this in our chat, um, Clark, without skipping a beat, just said, Toad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I, I don't know. She, I, I, it's hard to think of her in a role outside of a Madison like cameo, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Madison's already or Me- or Megan Thee Stallion. You know yeah. who she could be? Vertigo. Oh, okay. She's yeah. kind of messy. Um, she doesn't really talk that much. I think a talking role isn't good for. And Lindsay Vertigo Lohan. was dancing in Mykonos that one time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she does that hair. <laughs> what well. about uh, t- Tigra? Tiger? Tiger? Clark, Clark would Clark literally kill you. Clark is going to kill you. <laughs> Clark is going to come back from Front Royal and kill you. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, Kane Marco, the you. juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> that I would, yeah. I'm the juggernaut. I just, okay, so here's a real question. Mm-hmm. Have, have you guys seen any of her acting in anything recently? Like, is she okay? <laughs> no. She's not the, well, the, bitch. The answer is no. Um, I did, and I'm going to treat you to this. She does have a new Christmas movie out on Netflix. It, it is psychotic. <laughs> what's the movie? Yeah, what's it called? It's um, I, oops, it's Christmas. I don't know what it's fucking called. <laughs> searching, <laughs> searching for Italy, comma Christmas styles with Lindsay Lohan, not Stanley Tucci. It's so wild. There's so many like uh, wacky falling scenes and her being shocked by things. It's so over the top. It's yeah, so but funny. if you give people a bad, Terry Hatcher yeah. from uh, it's v- it's uh, yeah, very it's very. Uh, I'm gonna fall in a bush all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a religious one falling in a burning bush. It's so good. Yeah, so um, maybe she could just be an obscure mutant that we could <laughs> intro and then not use mutants for 10 years after. But we just have to play the X-Men, the animated series theme. Oh, Can she play uh, Siren or Banshee? No, you got to be Irish. 
<laughs> they don't care about that casting. Okay, so the movie is called Falling for Christmas, and <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps falling over. No, no, no. Uh, the premise is she gets engaged on a mountain. Okay. Yeah. She. Oh yes, I do. And then the wind picks up, and she falls. She falls off. <laughs> and no, but as she's falling, the guy falling. Ho- like is holding on to the ring, and so it like gets slipped off her. Face. It's good that he grabbed the most uh, sturdy and then, thing possible. And then she wakes up, and she has amnesia, and she doesn't remember who she is. Um, and then she's just doing a series of pratfalls for yeah. The and the then movie. Christmas ensues, you know. Oh, <laughs> ensues. I like that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so then Christmas haunts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's the news. Watch the Netflix show. All right, how about we get into some some of the, some of them issues or issue? Yeah, all light right. Week. So, so yeah, the issue is our weekly recap of all things X, of which there's only one. And this week we've got Immortal X Men number eight by Karen Gillan and uh, Michelle Bandini. So what happens is uh, it's a very League of Extraordinary Gentlemen esque tale totally. where Mystique and Destiny focus on uh, a like a past story. Featuring the very original Nathaniel Essex, a.k.a. Mr. Sinister. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think? His turn is so fast. He's like sort of a normal dude for a little bit and then immediately is... Jack the Ripper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just crushing people's heads. I and- don't know. I got a kind of unhinged vibe from the beginning with him. That like he's already a little kooky bananas... Yeah. Um, and so the jump oh, that I love his... cookies and bananas. His, his, his Mr. Hyde... You know, is a murderous oh, yeah. psychopath. Jekyll. It's You're very right. that too. It yeah. is Jekyll and Hyde. God damn it. Um, you know, and the 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 point of Jekyll and Hyde is that Doctor Jekyll is no kind person either. So like, he's the whole thing is a monster. I like yeah. that as a, a as yeah. a parallel for him. The other thing I love and am ob. Obsessed with. Well, I, I know what you're going to say. Is Charles Babbage and Ada Lovelace being mentioned in this as being oh, important parts of the story? That's not what I thought you were going to say. That is not what I thought either. I <laughs> thought you were going to say Mystique is, is Sherlock Holmes. Oh, no. I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate I, that. I hate, I'm sick of it. I hate when they make people we know like people iconic know. Fi- figures throughout yeah. history. It's infuriating. Like, oh, Mystique was Lincoln at one point. Yeah. Like, who gives a uh, fuck? Mystique was Nero, and you're like, Oh, JFK up. was a mutant from yeah. X-Men First uh, Class. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Stop. Just stop doing that. Yeah. Just, we just let history be what it was. Not everything needs to be connected. It's not to... more interesting now that I think that they were a mutant. Yeah. It's very Karen Gillan being influenced by Alan Moore doing League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, as I no. said. Yes. But I still enjoy this it's issue very much. So Charles Babbage, uh, Tell it, us. he is a mathematician who devised a difference engine which is basically like the first computer he was never able to get it built because it was very expensive and they did not have the technology in order to make yeah. the actual stuff but it's like this huge mechanical device that you can set mm-hmm. and it solve complex polynomial functions very very quickly and it's reprogram reprogrammable mm. so ada lovelace is the only legitimate daughter of lord byron who was like a super creep, very bisexual energy, but also a terrible person. Gotcha. He abandoned her. Her mother was a mathematician and was like, you're going to get a fucking education and you're going to be a mathematician and you're going to be smart. And you're not going to let anyone stop you. She fought uphill and is basically considered the first computer programmer because she basically came to one of Charles Babbage's, you know, explanations of the difference engine and saw so much potential. She got her, him to train her. 
mm-hmm. and uh, you know she devised like a different way of thinking about computing that included artificial intelligence. It included thinking about um, solving problems representationally rather than just plugging in numbers, which Babbage was focused on. Uh, and so to have this whole discussion or this whole background history of of characters who are like dealing with the formation of the robot threat, I think is just absolutely fantastic. It's a it's a that is a good retcon of history. Um, I see. I didn't get that from this. Um, well, that's because you're <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, do you think it's a sort of implying like Orcus and all that stuff too? Like, yeah, that, to I that? think. I think that's the interesting thing about it is that you've got these two humans who obviously aren't part of an evil organization, but because you've got these people who are trying to prognosticate about the future of their, you know, Essex men, yeah. uh, that that <laughs> they can see it. the nascent stages of what will ultimately become a much real, a much bigger problem for them going forward. Um, so at the end, we see that the uh, sinister clones have like come out of the you know the vats, and then like above each vat is, are the different sort of ca- cards, yeah, um, or the card like yeah. suits, diamond, heart, uh, sp- spade, and club. We've seen the club, Doctor Sinister, yeah. who is Doctor Stasis uh, with Orcus. The diamond one is the one that we see most regularly on the Quiet Council, right. We haven't seen Spade and Heart yet, but it's there's terrible. a theory out there mm-hmm. that the Heart one is actually Mother Righteous. Oh, okay. That's oh, interesting. I love that. Yeah. That's really uh, that's a fun theory. And like a gender bending, uh, you know, Mr. Yeah. Sinister is not out of question. There was a Ms. Sinister at one point. Mr. Sinister is gender gender fuck. So like gender, like yes. like honestly, like he it, he transcends all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that like cuz we we don't know that's what the origin cool. of Mr. of of uh, Mother Righteous is, but it makes sense. Yeah. So we th- we would have, in theory, those three. That fourth one is going to be cuckoo fucking bananas. Yeah. I can't wait. The The fact that we, you know, we were discussing which Sinister is the first original Sinister, and now to learn that all of them are copies yeah. is, I think, really satisfying. It's uh, very Rick and Morty. I, yes, and, it, and that their origin is based off of, I mean, obviously, once you see the clubs, you can connect the cards, but yeah. that at the time period, playing cards were you know an important part of society and life. That a character like Nathaniel Access would have used that as a symbology. I think oh, fits yeah. very nicely. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. I. This is just so exciting. I love that they're making him the supervillain that he fucking should be. Absolutely. It's so good. And it's going to lead I mean, into Sinister. I mean, are the X-Men still stupid for trusting him this long? 1,000%. And yeah. everyone says it, and they're yeah. still like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I love the arrogance and hubris of Charles Xavier yeah. saying, "We, I can control this, you know, demon, this, this, you know, malevolent creature. It's like, no, bitch, you can't. No, he has eight clones of you right now. Yeah, and exactly. And they've got chess pieces on their foreheads. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> and the scariest one is the pawn because he'll become a queen yes. when he gets to the end of the board. I also love the combo that uh, Mystique and Destiny had about, like, once he dies, he basically just inhabits, like, a fucking new body, which I'm like, oh, my God, that's t- kind of terrifying. Absolutely. And he loves to be inside of a Charles too. Oh yeah. yeah just his his rivalry him. with Charles is, I think is also very funny. Yeah. yeah. Darwin, Xavier, great, and Babbage. Great fucking issue. It's really leading to all like the crossover stuff that we're going to get. And I'm sins a sinister bitch. It's gonna be great. Also, uh, great artwork. Oh yeah. Yeah. The artwork was very nice. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, the transitions that mystique had that art just looks so fucking cool. It did in there. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the last section. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, uh, 
Sorry, what does that sound? What? Oh! As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, experienced, and wanted to share with you guys, our little, little, little homos. Gobble, gobble. What you got? Uh, I have a uh, abstract concept. Oh, uh, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> uh, the concept is gobbling cock. Gobbling cock. Uh, that no. is support. I'm going to plug a city, uh, Mexico City. I just went there recently uh, with some friends, including Adam, and had the best time ever. It was my third time going. So it is a concept. It's a city. It's literally a location. You know, we've never actually had someone plug travel yeah. on this yeah. podcast, and we shouldn't. <laughs> what this is a travel podcast yeah. uh, quickly tell us about your trip what was what was great well, uh, or or pitch mexico city um, quickly. okay so mexico city if you live in uh the united states it's very easy to get to uh it's only from dc it's only like a three and a half four hour, four hour flight it is uh very inexpensive when you're there it is a world-class city with art and culture and wonderful people and the food is amazing really good text max uh and i'll fucking kill you <laughs> it's monster. max text there <laughs> yeah. um and what, what was the great restaurant you went uh, to? went to pujol uh, uh p-u-j-o-l uh it is one of the finest meals i've ever had in my life and it's i was very lucky to have gone there for a third time um and uh went to luchador match which is there's the, the mexican wrestlers with the cool masks yep. it is like superheroes meet drag meets Pro wrestling, it's fantastic. Um, also, there's a wonderful queer scene in Mexico City. So, yeah. if you haven't been, you should go. And if you like Pascal, that's good you should definitely travel go. plugs. Yeah. All yeah. right, my my plug uh, uh, on Netflix. There's a show called Inside Job. It's falling for Christmas. Yeah, falling for Christmas. <laughs> uh, it tells the story of Lindsay Lohan <laughs> after she was pushed off a cliff. <laughs> she and, wasn't pushed. And, it was the wind. And like Smeagol, a ring was taken from her. <laughs> Um, the show Inside Job is uh, got a second season that's out now. It's uh, a TV show about that's done by uh, Alex Hirsch, who also did Gravity Falls, and some other guy whose name I don't know yet. But it's animated. It. Yes, it's an animated show. The basic premise is that um, all of the the deep state is real, and all conspiracies are basically true. And there's a few organizations that are trying to manipulate humanity. Um, it's very funny. It's uh, it's got a very unique uh, kind of animation style that makes it separate, I think, from, you know, Simpsons or Rick and Morty or whatever. In uh, Gravity Falls, what was the name of the uh, the pyramid? Uh, Bill Cipher. Was it Bill Cipher? Bill Cipher, yeah. Yeah, it was on an episode, a latter episode of The Simpsons. They brought him in there. Yeah, they were yeah. fans oh, really? of Gravity Falls. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've watched a couple of episodes of that show, and it's, it's fun. I like it. Um, My plug, uh, you know. It's holiday season, you know. We're about to go across the threshold from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and you know. People... And then we have the meeting of the goddess, and then <laughs> after that, we have atoning with the father, and yeah. then we return having changed. Father, son, house of Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we're we're starting to decorate. You know, Elf on the Shelf gets a lot of like acclaim. What I would like to plug is a little something called ranch on a branch. <laughs> like ranch dressings? Am I in an interdimensional cable episode? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Okay. So I just checked, and unfortunately, it looks like it's sold out, but I'm sure they'll get more. Um, so it's uh, everyone's favorite dressing, ranch, has come out with a an idea where you take this stuffed bran- ranch and you put it on a different branch every single day. <laughs> and wait, okay, there's more. I hate this. No. Uh, Can there be less, please? <laughs> I'll kill you. 
I'll kill you for suggesting this. <laughs> <laughs> so every day, and I think his name is uh, in this, L- Little Ranchy. <laughs> you joke his. Hey, na- come on, guys! His uh, name. Put me on a branch. His name is Ranchy, and he. <laughs> no, it is. Is I swear fuck, to God. Fuck you! Fuck you! Do you want to see it? You're fucking lying. To I don't want to see we, any of it. Can no. we post this on our Instagram? No, we can't. <laughs> I will gonna, shut down our Instagram. We're gonna make we this it. every profile picture on every <laughs> app we can. What you do know, you mean, Little Ranchy? <laughs> So it comes with a storybook that you can read to your kid of the story of, of Ranch of Ranchy the Branchy, big, big, big Ranchy and Little Ranchy. Um, so you guys, oh, you're not into this, okay? No, finish your thought. That's it. You prove to me Ranch. his name is Ranchy. Fuck you. Prove. I'm it. pulling it up right now. Fucking suck my dick. <laughs> this is terrible. I hate. I hate. I hate Hidden Valley. I okay. hate Hidden Valley now. I didn't realize you were such a big fan of. Is Ranch your oh, favorite dressing? No, it's no one's favorite dressing. No, that's not true. Everyone likes Ranch, I guess. But ranch is fine. It's. I don't like it really. I'd pick any other dressing over. Ranch. I, I like a nice vinaigrette. Okay, so this is yeah. ranch on the branch. So you get a little plushy. Oh my god. Let me see this. Oh my god. He does look like a <laughs> shitty Rick and Morty character. <laughs> Ranchy. Ranchy. Hey, this guys. isn't real. This it's, isn't real. It's real Come and on. they're sold out. Put and you're not your, gonna get one on for Christmas branches. now. Put me on your branches now. I need it. It turns me on. Put me on the branches. <laughs> uh, put me on that branch. <laughs> Quick move me the branch. Get my sauce everywhere. O C D move me to a different branch. All right, this podcast has gone off the rails. Okay. Uh well, that's been our episode. Uh we've been Homo Superior. Uh, you know, check us out on Twitter, Homo Superior X, as for, long as we're still doing that. For now. Yeah. We're on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Uh, we've been Homo Superior, the only supporters of Ranchy the Branchy. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>